Philadelphia holds many significant memories of the time I spent with you this spring. The cat cafe we'd dreamt about for nearly a year, captured in our spontaneous photo shoot, discovering the perfect copy of Emerson's essays featured on a shelf at the bookshop you had to show me. But I can't remember the exact location of our first art life conversation. I asked how you were, and you replied with that signature intention of yours. You were enjoying living the art life rather than pursuing art-related goals. It was one of those statements that blossomed deep in my heart, in articulation of how I already felt. Yes, exactly. The art life, I thought, is the best life. At this moment in my heroine's journey, I was becoming more certain of something similar. After years of chasing and teaching the pursuit of long-term goals, I'd landed in everyday life. Pursuing a goal is simple, but only if the goal is for certain. Otherwise, I spend so much energy questioning it and trying to make the questioning go away so I can just get on with the goal. In my experience, it's rare to find a big dream that is also true. So when I'm uncertain, I narrow life down to the things I do every day. When I feel stuck, I put moments under a microscope and ask, how can I make this a mini-adventure. Do you remember where we were? Love, Zandra. Dear Zandra, hello from Los Angeles. It was wonderful to share the art life philosophy with you while we wandered the city that made me the artist I am. To answer your question, it was Fifth Street. We were walking in Old City, Philadelphia, when I told you about another artist who learned his craft in Philly. I had just watched a documentary about director David Lynch, one of my heroes, who helped me define how I want to create in this world. Lynch spoke freely of the struggle of being a young, broke artist in Philly and LA, and of his becoming a renowned filmmaker after years of mental anguish. He inspires me. Not just because of the cities we share in our origin stories, but because he embodies the kind of quiet, intentional, heart-centered lifestyle that to me is so much more important than creating a film or TV series. When David Lynch loves something, he immerses himself in it for life. While he is known as a filmmaker, His brilliance is spread through many mediums. He has books and music, paintings from his daily hours in his studio, a nonprofit dedicated to bringing transcendental meditation to veterans and schools, a delicious organic coffee brand. And when you speak to him in person, you are struck with his full presence and childlike wonder. He's playful not commanding. He isn't stressed out, he's curious. As my own artistic career has evolved, I've found it harder to claim a title like 
actress or producer. I'm more comfortable with being a multimedia artist, with considering every choice and daily practice I make part of the art life. I'm no longer a sledgehammer, trying to secure one title or goal. I'm following curiosity and allowing my life to expand. You helped me with this, too. You help me see myself as the heroine of my own story. I'm a leading lady with a whimsical and full life, not an actor hoping to just get picked for a part. As your daily work has evolved into a life philosophy, mine has too. I'm so glad we get to grow together. And I'm so glad we're both enlivened by the process of living, not the product of just one idea. We are living the art life. It's following curiosity and curating daily practices. It's turning hard choices into mini-adventures. David Lynch said, The art life is... It's just another way of saying the great life. And away we go. Love, Grace. This is The Art Life. Hello! I'm Zandra Robinson-Burns, founder of Heroin Training, which is the online home to my essays and also to this podcast network. This is my co-host, Grace. Hi, I'm Grace Gordon. I am an actress, activist, and model, although that is unfolding into being a whatever I feel like creating in the moment. I love that. So Grace, how would you like to tell everyone the story of how we met? So the whole reason this podcast exists is because of a little conference called the Granger Leadership Academy, which is a leadership training program for young activists hosted by the Harry Potter Alliance. For those who don't know, because I'm sure there are some people listening who have never heard of it. The Harry Potter Alliance is a nonprofit that engages youth in advocacy and activism by using books and pop culture to teach about real world issues. And they have this incredible leadership conference once a year where we first met. We met about two years ago, and I definitely noticed you from across the room. <laughs> I noticed you too. I know, and we you had adorable coordinated outfits from day one, and we were totally, like, appreciating each other's style at the various workshops that we attended, but we, we hadn't really spoke much to each other. Um, and at then all. I believe it was, at, yeah, we didn't speak at all, but we had this, like, this knowing between us, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> these so knowing glances. <laughs> Um, and then it was at the end of the conference, at the last day, that I think we, you stopped me at my table as I was, like, pulling out my planner. No, you weren't even pulling out your planner. This was my, this is my passion planner sense, is I oh, no. caught a glimpse <laughs> of a little green ribbon poking out of the side of your notebook and knew that that green ribbon 
meant it was a passion planner. So I asked you about it. And indeed it was. And you just you just came over to me and you were like, Pash fam? And I cracked up. I cracked up because it was just like, of course this woman is passion planner user. And then I think from there, we just we both just like word vomited about how we had wanted to talk to each other the whole conference and hadn't. <laughs> well, don't forget, there was also the moment that I followed you into the panel you were leading because I was like, this is my chance. That's definitely her. And it looks like she's leading this. So I want to hear what she has to say. And you led this beautiful discussion about femininity in the Harry Potter series. And at one point, it was a, it was a conversation rather than a lecture. And I raised my hand to say something. And we were across the room from each other. And you said, by the way, I like your outfit. And I was like, I like your outfit too, in front of this room of like 50 people. We ended up connecting at the last possible minute. We exchanged contact information. And I think pretty soon we discovered that we both loved handwritten letters. I think you said, do you write letters or something along those lines right up front? And I think we went straight to snail mail. Thank goodness we're both so psychic. (laughs) And so began like our our letter writing practice now you live in scotland for those listening and i live in in la LA. i had just moved to la i think when we met so it was really cool to not only have someone to write but also have someone in a completely different country and we grew closer over it was two years of writing letters and meeting up at this conference again i think we went to um, Wizarding World of Harry Potter out in LA one time when you were visiting your sister. We shared butterbeer. Shared butterbeer, stayed together during the conference and and shared all about what we were working on and our various struggles and triumphs in our creative careers. The nature of what's really interesting about connecting at this annual conference is it's this bookmark in in my life of it's sort of a checkup on my activist life, but also on my art life. Because I only see you in person once a year, I remember that moment more vividly of this is where I was in my journey when we connected this time. I love this concept of it being a bookmark. We're book people. It inspires me so much. We are, but it inspires me so much to to honor different traditions in my life as such. So the most recent Granger Leadership Academy was in Philadelphia, my hometown. And we spent quite a lot of time on adventures together this year. It was a very deliberate choice. It was a very deliberate choice. We just knew that we wanted to go to the conference and we had plenty of workshops we were excited to attend. But we also really wanted to spend time together and wanted to spend time out of the hotel experiencing some lovely Philly things that I had told you about over the years. And in the process of our little adventures together, I told you about as discussed in, in our letters, I told you about B 
the art life and this process versus product-oriented lifestyle that I was now living. And my understanding of you at this point was that we shared this, like, really type A, you know, fabulous, driven personality, um, goal-oriented people, but people who, as we get older, were really looking to do things a different way, especially as people who are sort of leaders in our community. And it was so funny because as soon as I started telling you about this documentary and this this way that I'm living differently, it was exactly like you described in your letter. You just knew exactly what I was talking about. And it was because it was happening in real time for you too, this sort of change. And this is where our podcast idea started. And I think that something I realized in in speaking to you that day and over that weekend was like, we were both already living in this process-oriented way. We were both curating our daily practices and our lifestyles to embody this full creative life. And I personally feel like the culture that we live in, even in different countries, especially because of social media, and I could go on a rant about capitalism, but I won't now, um, <laughs> it's, it can be so um, goal-oriented, and it can be so much about just sharing with people that you accomplished this thing and checked it off your list. And while that feels good sometimes for the ego, I think that so many of us feel unhappy and not really present, like in the juice of our lives while it's happening. And I think I went through years of that as an artist, really just wanting to put something out there to validate myself and and feel like I, you know, I was doing it and I mattered because I had this product to share on social media. And in the past few years, that really changed and I feel so much happier. And I like myself a lot more and I like my life a lot more when I'm really present and really curious and taking time for these sort of adventures and experimenting. And in talking to you and coming up with this concept to do this podcast, I felt like this is something we are doing and this is something that the world is hungry for. And I really just have this desire to, like, let people into our world. That is that is the power of it, because, Grace, to invite the audience into our studio for a moment. Come into our studio. We have been slowly developing this process for three months now since the conference, and remembering the moment when we first had this conversation, it was so comforting to me and validating to hear your words relating so heavily to what I was experiencing. Because even though I believed in my art life, I was still sort of doing it as a rebellion of, well, this works for me and I don't care if anybody else, what anyone else has to say about it. But then to hear your validation only 
made me believe in my own choices more. So the power of that in that first moment and then in our weekly discussions for months afterwards as we developed this concept has been has only enhanced the experience. And so we want to share we want to share what we've learned with each other and with you the audience to make it okay to exemplify living the art life but also if we do it and talk about it then that makes it normal and that makes it an achievement what an interesting word to use because I think we're both such high achieving people but part of our growth has been letting go of that a little bit and I love this idea that by letting people into the studio and sharing with them and sharing with each other, the achievement is yet again, like embodying fully present the the lifestyle that we believe in. Yeah. And I use that word on purpose because as you were talking about the shadow side of being ambitious all of the language that we use to describe achievement under certain standards, we can reclaim those words and apply them to this way of life instead. This still counts. And it just feels so much better. Yeah. So what are you excited about for this show? Because we're letting people know a little bit about our philosophy, but we've got a lot coming. What are you looking forward to? Hmm. I am looking forward to choosing topics that we're excited to talk about that sound like small topics, but then giving them the space of discussion to really take them seriously. Things like our journal systems, like our notebook systems. I am so excited for that. You just, I just like wiggled a little bit <laughs> in my sound booth. Because you reminded me that we had that coming. Wiggling is a great side effect of living the art life. <laughs> what are you excited about? I am so excited to have the opportunity to start interviewing some artists or just, you know, artists, craftsmen, even maybe non-artists who still live the art life. Um, I had I have hosted podcasts in the past. Um and one of my most favorite things in the whole world is just interviewing people and and particularly interviewing artists and learning the little daily schedule things. Oh, I love that. And the the how do you do it all and not just asking women that, but men too, you know, how do you how do you manage family and travel and art making and a day job often for so many people. Um and I'm just so looking forward to have this opportunity to to bring some people on the show who I admire, who I've been, you know, just looking in the past two years, just looking for a, a venue to, to bring these people on. And I'm just so glad that I can do that with you. I love this medium of conversation for the kinds of topics you just described with more people. 
because it's not about writing down the minute by minute schedule, but exploring why it works for a certain person. So I can't wait to get into more of the in the notes in the margin to that routine because I love I love reading the daily routines. Um, I love the how tos and I want to hear more about the the whys. Yeah, and I can't wait to learn how very different my routine is from some people and how that's okay. Like, I think it'll be really wonderful to represent the diversity of art lives that are lived so that our audience and friends and whoever's listening doesn't feel programmed with this one way that you have to do things. And thank goodness that they see, you know, that they see entrepreneurs sort of marketing online or maybe certain celebrities. They have this idea ingrained in them that they have to live their lives and and practice their creativity in a very uh, certain structure. And I'm just I'm so glad that we'll be able to represent all sorts of different ways that people do this and are fulfilled by their lives. And I think a great way to close is to acknowledge a a way that we are fundamentally different where we're able to record this across continents because the best time for you to record is at midnight pacific standard time and the ideal time for me to record is at 8 a.m here in the uk i am so glad that you found an opportunity to include that and it is exactly (laughs) what we're talking about so yes those who are listening just know that every time zandra and i have a conversation just the two of us it is midnight for me and 8 a.m. for you. And if that is not the most beautiful metaphor for the, the flexibility and flow that we can have in our lives um, and, you know, and just the beauty of collaboration with the right partners creatively, um, I don't know what is. So thank you for finding a way to bring that up. My pleasure. So, Grace... What is the art life? The art life is unstoppable. I was going to say the art life is flow. So we just picked words from each other's small talk before we started recording. (laughs) Is that? (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is the poetry of this show. It's already happening. Oh my goodness. The sharing is happening. The growth is happening. It is unstoppable and it is in flow. Well, all right then. We're so happy you're here. We're so happy you're here. If it's midnight for you, good night. And if it's 8 a.m., good morning. And everything in between. And everything in between. This is The Art Life, a heroin training podcast with Grace Gordon and me, Zandra Robinson Burns. You can find us online at theartlife.show and send letters to The Art Life, care of Grace Gordon, P.O. Box number 4292, Valley Village, California, 91607, or email us, theartlife at heroinetraining.com. Our theme music is The Stream by Rory. Thank you for joining us.